What's up, podcast fans? This is the J. Evans Thoughtcast, seeking to encourage, spark conversation, and make you laugh all in one episode. You may notice a different audio quality. I am using a different mic this week as my last one just broke. I have not picked up my replacement yet, but we're going to make it work. That way we can stick to the Tuesday-Thursday schedule. Today's podcast is called When God Says No. This one's going to have a little bit of a different format. We're going to structure it like a Bible study. Um, I used to be a youth pastor, did a whopping one year in Bible college, have always been a lover of Scripture and studying the Bible, so I think you are really going to enjoy this podcast. If you are not a Christian and you're listening to this podcast, just know that I am not going to preach at you. I'm not going to, you know, try to make you feel guilt or anything like that. Just going to talk about an interesting chapter in the Bible and what I think we learn about God from it. So Mark chapter five says this, they came to the other side of the sea to the region of Gerasenes. As soon as he got out of the boat, a man with an unclean spirit came out of the tombs and met him. He lived in the tombs, and no one was able to restrain him anymore, not even with a chain, because he often had been bound with shackles and chains, but had torn the chains apart and smashed the shackles. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains, he was always crying out and cutting himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and knelt down before him, and he cried out with a loud voice, What do you have to do with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I beg you before God, don't torment me. For he had told him, come out of that man, you unclean spirit. What is your name? Jesus asked him. My name is Legion, he answered him, because we are many. And he begged him earnestly to not send them out of the region. A large herd of pigs was there feeding on the hillsides. The demons begged him, send us to the pigs so that we may enter them. So he gave them permission, and the unclean spirits came out and entered the pigs. The herd of about 2,000 rushed down the steep bank into the sea and drowned there. The man who tended them ran off and reported it into the town and the countryside, and people went to see what had happened. They came to Jesus and saw the man who had been demon-possessed, sitting there, dressed, and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Those who had seen it described to them what had been what had happened to the demon-possessed man and told about the pigs. Then they began to beg him to leave their region. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged him earnestly that he might remain with him. Jesus did not let him, but told him, Go home to your people and report to them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. So he went out and began to proclaim in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him, and they were all amazed. An incredible story, a very weird story in some parts, but I think there's a lot we can learn from this. The first thing we learn from this is that God seeks out the rejected, or you could say he does not shun the rejected because it says, you know, it's talking about this horrible demon-possessed man. He lived in a cemetery. Um, He could not even be restrained. He was crazy. He couldn't be bound. Um, He was screaming all the time and cutting himself with stones. The dude is weird. 
Nobody wants anything to do with him. But it says he sees Jesus from a distance and he runs down and kneels before him and cries out to him, don't torment me. This is that inner struggle going on. And this man, um, we find out, you know, so this guy is ceremonially unclean. The people won't go near him. He has legion was a word for maybe it could be 6,000 soldiers, a legion of soldiers. So this could be suggesting that there are 6,000 evil spirits in him, or, or you could even say 2,000 because 2,000 pigs rushed out into the steep bank. So this man comes to Jesus and he, and he has these problems. And Jesus says, come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And the spirits are begging Jesus to not torment them and, and all of that. And so Jesus sends these pigs out and, and now he is faced, you know, with this man, but people are, are running off. But it says when they when they came back, they came to see Jesus and they saw the man who had been demon possessed sitting there dressed and in his right mind and they were afraid. What we see is that Jesus changed this guy's life. Second thing we understand from this text is that God can change anyone's life. Even a crazy, horribly demon possessed man. It says the people were afraid those who had seen it described to them what had happened to the demon-possessed man and told about all the pigs. I'm sure everybody in town knew about this guy. Um, it wasn't uncommon in that culture on cool nights for people to sleep on the roofs. And so you're sleeping outside and you can hear this demon-possessed man in the cemetery cutting himself and screaming. So everybody knows who he is and word is getting around that he's been changed. It is a drastic change when you go from living in the cemetery to being, you know, in your right mind, dressed, not demon-possessed, set free. Um, but God wants to do that in our lives. Sometimes we're living in what we can call cemeteries, where, where God is calling us to new things. And God wants to change our lives. And it wasn't until this man came to Jesus um, that his life was changed. And there, and there was a big struggle going on in him. And there are a lot of people out there who haven't come to faith yet, but they're facing big struggles that nobody knows about. And if, and if God can change this man's life who's being tormented by 2,000 demons, he can change your life. This, everything was changed about this man. He's in his right mind. He's clothed. He's sitting with Jesus. He goes from living in the cemetery, screaming and cutting himself from unbound to in his right mind, sitting with Jesus. And everybody is blown away. This guy's life change is noticeable to everybody in town. And here's the sad part. God has a better plan for your life than you do. It says this. As he was getting into the boat. The man who had been demon possessed begged him earnestly that he might remain with him. Yeah, this guy's life has been changed, but people in the town haven't changed how they feel about him. And it says, Jesus did not let him, but told him, go home to your own people and report to them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. Because here's the sad thing. Verse 17 says, they began to beg Jesus to leave. And what I want you to know is it goes straight to saying he was leaving. Jesus will not force himself upon you. He will not, because that's not love. And it says, as he's leaving, this guy has good intentions. He says, hey, I don't want to be in this city where everybody hates me. I want to go with Jesus because he just changed my life. And Jesus says, no, they're not going to listen to me. They don't want to listen to me, but they are going to listen to you 
now. They knew you before, they know you now, and it says, so he went out and began to proclaim in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him, and they were all amazed. Even when we have good intentions, God still sometimes says no. Our response should be joyful because we read that he has better things planned. God wants to use you to reach the people in your life. What was this man's message? Jesus changed my life. And the people were amazed. They knew him before. They had seen the change. A changed life is a powerful message. Maybe today you're discouraged because you want to get out of the situation you're in. I have, I've been there. I've been in situations where I have begged God to take me out of them. And he says, I can't do that. Because in the setting you're in, there are still people I want you to reach. I hope you take that to heart today. Those of you that are discouraged, maybe you're hearing no in your life. Maybe you don't even know who Jesus Christ is. He changes lives. And he wants us to share that life change with everyone around us. If you like this podcast, um, consider giving me a follow on Twitter or Instagram, Captain J Evans, all one word. If this was an encouragement to you and you know somebody's struggling right now and not getting that breakthrough in their life, share this podcast with them and give them some encouragement. My name is Jay Evans. Thank you for listening to the Jay Evans Thoughtcast.